Episode 58, Zach Evans is a piano and online course superhuman. The Online Course Guy Podcast. Regular people are taking their knowledge and content and packaging it up in an online course and they're making a living doing it. Didn't you take some kind of course that covered this stuff? Check it out. It's a good course. It's a good, a good class. Ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready? Here's the online course guy, Jack Hopkins. Let's go, go, go. Hey everyone, Jock Hopkins here, and welcome to another episode of the Online Course Guy podcast. I have another interview coming at you today with another very successful online course creator story, and it is another one in the music niche, and I know we've had a lot of those lately, and that's not necessarily by design, it's just the order that people are choosing to come on the show and accepting my request, or I'm accepting their request, and My goal here is to share with you awesome, awesome stories about successful online courses and people that have been successful creating their own online course based on the knowledge that they already have. And today we have another piano success story. I shared with you before in episode 52, Steve Lundgren was the first other piano course other than mine that I've shared on this show. And today in episode 58, I'll share with you a a second or a third if you count mine. And that's Zach Evans. And he's got one of the most popular piano courses that exist. And it's called Become a Piano Superhuman. And actually, he's got several courses that fall under that umbrella. I'll tell you more about that in a minute. But first, let me tell you about today's sponsor. And that is Bonjoro.com. With Bonjoro, you can quickly and easily send short videos to your customers and thank them for buying your online course. It really just sets your students up for the best possible success at the beginning. And it's something I highly recommend and have been recommending well before they sponsor this podcast. You can get started with a free 14 day trial by going to bonjoro.com slash Jacques. That's bonjoro.com slash J-A-C-Q-U-E-S. All right. So my favorite thing from the interview with Zach Evans is his funnel. Because if you remember from episode 53, we talked about the top three online course funnels. And Zach's exact funnel is working very well, but it's not technically one of those three funnels. But if you really look at it and analyze it, it kind of is. And we got into a good discussion about our funnels and comparing each other's businesses because we both have successful online piano courses. At the end of the day, it was funny how similar our businesses are and how similar our funnels actually are because I'm using more of a product launch formula funnel where I send out the three videos over the course of a week with some free training, whereas Zach uses more of a free mini course model. So your opt-in, his opt-in is registering for his free course. And then you get in there, he's got some free lessons. And then once you go through the free lessons, hopefully you want to buy one of his more premium programs. So it's not unlike my funnel. And it's funny because his business is actually doing about the same as mine in terms of revenue. We're spending about the same amount on ads. We're not actually direct competitors. We found out he's more of a trainer for more advanced people, people that already know how to play a little bit and want to take their piano to the next level. Whereas my course is more for beginners. So truly a pleasure to talk to Zach. Let's go ahead and jump into the full interview. Hey, Zach, welcome to the show. Thanks. Good to be here. So when did you get your idea for your first online course? Um, so originally I started just a YouTube channel of playing piano covers and stuff like that. Um, and I did that for like three years thinking, oh, I'll build enough subscribers and I'll get paid off of YouTube and make a living that way. Um, eventually I kind of realized that that would take forever. I mean, you need like hundreds of thousands of views per video to make a decent living off of it. 
Um, so I actually started with an ebook, wrote that, sold terribly. Um, and then a little while later, I was in Nashville and I went to this meetup group for entrepreneurs. And the whole thing was on membership sites. And it just made sense, you know, membership sites for piano where people are already used to paying weekly for piano lessons or monthly for piano lessons. You know, if it's online, it'd be the same thing. So I'm excited to talk to you. Obviously, we're we're in the same niche. I mean, exactly piano lessons. And I got started with an ebook too that that also didn't do too well. What was the name of that first ebook? Uh, it's called Supercharger Piano Practice. How many How many copies did you sell? Uh, originally nine, and it took me like probably like three to six months to like write. Probably like three months to like write the book because I was being way too perfectionist about it and getting all the formatting right and everything. Um, and it was. It was one of those where I kind of realized I'm actually like really proud of the book because it's just kind of accelerated learning techniques for piano, all distilled down to their most basic form. Um, but I realize now that it's like people, you know, it's not a problem people know they have. Nobody's sitting at piano like, man, I wish I had better practice techniques. You know, people are playing their scales and they're like, man, my scales suck. How can I get this better? How can I learn this song? I keep getting stuck in the hands coordination or, you know, whatever problem they're having. So that's kind of what I did, you know, wrong the first time. I got you. So it wasn't so much the medium of ebook versus online course. It was the topic itself. Yeah, I think it was a topic more so. Because then okay. I, I wrote another ebook and it's doing a lot better, but I mean, still nothing compared to my courses. Okay, good. So what, what year was this? You started writing the ebook? Oh, man. Um, it was about three or three and a half years ago, probably. All so right. Not too long ago. 2015, maybe. All right. So talk to me about the first... Well, how many courses do you have available today? Um, it's like kind of complicated because I kind of... I ran into this problem where originally I just created this little course that taught uh, like flashy runs and fills on piano. And then like halfway through that course, I'm like, man, I really should have like a basic technique course. Otherwise, I'm doing like a disservice to people who are just starting off. So then I created that. Halfway through that, I'm like, man, like people are going to want to learn to play by ear. I don't know if they really care about technique. So then I start creating this play-by-ear course. And then halfway through that, I'm like, man, people really need to know music theory. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to play by ear. So then I like created that course. So total, I have like six or seven courses and two eBooks and one like audio series type of course. All right. And when I was trying to find like your email address and contact you, you've got a lot of websites, man. What's the deal with all the different websites? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's just a product of like, when I started out, I didn't know what I was doing and I was kind of like figuring it out. And then eventually I figured out, um, you know, I I got everything set up and now it's already set up. So it's kind of hard to go back. So basically bestpianoclass.com is a site with all my premium courses on it. And what I did, since I had so many courses, they're all like in the different menus and stuff. And it's not really enough space to also put a bunch of the free information and the free blog posts and that kind of stuff um, on the same website. So I actually created another website called Best Piano Tips. And that's the one where I have all a bunch of free content on. And that basically links over to the the premium courses if somebody wants to buy the, the premium version. But isn't there also like become a piano superhuman.com or something like that? No, that's that's just bestpianoclass.com. That's the one of the courses on there. Okay. What yeah, so it, become, it, it is very convoluted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was interested, you know, personally to ask you about this. Just uh, I've I've 
you know, being in the same space, I've seen the thumbnails of tons of your videos. Um, I recognize you from, from all your thumbnails, um, cause you do a good job with that and you're very, uh, popular in the space, obviously. And the, the kind of brand that I'm, I most saw you with, and maybe this is the name of your YouTube channel or something was become a piano superhuman. Yeah. So, okay. Here's how it's technically all organized. So become a piano superhuman is the free course that people take. And then there's a bunch of paid courses off that. Um, but the name of the website is bestpianoclass.com. Basically, it's like, yeah, I bought a couple domains and then like later on, you know, figured out the marketing of like best piano class isn't as cool as become a piano superhuman. So then like I put that on and then the the whole premium course is like piano university. Honestly, it's, I, I would not suggest doing it like this. It's more like if I did it over again, I would have like one website, it'd be called one thing and it'd be, you know, a lot easier to figure out. So yeah, it is kind of convoluted. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you next is, okay, what would you have done differently if you had to start over? But can I go to one of these websites and buy one of your classes or do I have to sign up for this free course first? Yeah, technically you can, but um, you can go to uh, bestpianoclass.com and then click on one of the courses and go to the sales page. Um, but I don't really sell at all like that. Like I hardly get any signups like that. Basically my entire goal is to get people signed up for the free course. Cause to me, the best marketing is let me teach you some free stuff and like prove to you that I know what I'm talking about. Cause obviously people come in, they have no idea who I am. Um, and I think a lot of people too, since I'm young, they, you know, the, the first kind of thought is like, who's this like young dude, like thinks he knows piano. I'm like, okay, like here's a video. Watch the video, do exactly what I say, see if it works. If it works, then okay, now you can trust me. You know, now you can buy the premium course. So basically everything funnels to the free course. And then after that, I basically sell out of the free course. How old are you? Uh, 27. Okay. All right. So it sounds like our funnels are not that much different, but the terminology is significantly different because you're trying to get all your traffic to end up in your free course because you want people to experience your lessons and build rapport with you or you build rapport with them and, and they start to trust you and want to actually pay you money for, for, I guess, more advanced lessons. Is that fair? Yep. Yep. With, with my piano course, I do, are you familiar with like Jeff Walker product lunch formula? Yeah. Isn't it like a four, three or four day cycle or something? Yeah. Three. So you send three videos, uh, over the course of like a week that comes before like the quote unquote launch. And so what I do is in those three videos, it's basically lessons and I'm showing them some, some of my best tips and it's, it's almost like a a small little free course, but it's over email and all they have to do is opt in for my free ebook and then they get into that funnel. Um, and then eventually they're presented with an opportunity to buy the course. So it sounds like we're using exactly the same strategy. You're just calling it uh, a, your, your free like mini course, I guess, whereas mine is like a pre-launch sequence. Actually, yeah, and it, that is very similar because I have um, like in the free course, there's like 21 lessons, but each is like, like there's, for example, four lessons on technique. And then at the end, that sells a technique course. And then there's four lessons on play by ear. And at the end, that kind of sells a play by ear course. Um, so I think it's just because mine ended up so convoluted with so many different courses that, uh, that it's kind of like a mini like product launch sequence for each course. Yeah, definitely. So you mentioned that you're trying to funnel all this traffic into your, your free course. Like where's that traffic coming from primarily? I get a half, about half organically from YouTube. And then I also run 
YouTube ads and Facebook ads. Oh, do you? Do you do the ads yourself? Yep. Yeah, I worked in digital marketing for two years. So I kind of learned how to set all that stuff up and, and run them. Are you getting a better ROI from YouTube ads or Facebook ads? YouTube. What, uh, do you have any tips on, I mean, you know, we're, we're somewhat competitors, so don't feel like you have to give me any of your best stuff, but do you have any tips on uh, running YouTube ads? Because they're kind of newer to the, to the space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube ads, it's, um, it's basically like you definitely want like a hook at the beginning. And then usually we'll have two kinds of ads. One is like hook at the beginning, teach them something like really fast and then like sign up for the free course. And the other is just like uh, basically like selling the free course um, without teaching them anything necessarily. So it's just, hey, here's my free course. You learn X, Y, and Z. Click here to sign up now, that kind of thing. And, you know, with my course, uh, I think mine is significantly more of a beginner um, market, beginner course than, than yours. Like, what's, what's your message? Like, who are you trying to attract? Yeah, I actually noticed that because um, I've looked at your, your videos, too, in the past, for sure, before. And I think, yeah, yours seems like at least the marketing is more like, hey, I want to, like, learn a couple songs for my family's Christmas party. I'm like a normal dude just wants to learn how to play piano. Mine is a little more like the very, like, like my market is like the analytical type who wants to take piano. Let's break it down into like every little sub step and then like dominate each of the sub steps. Um, But yeah, it is more for people who want to like take it to that next level and really be, you know, good at technique and stuff like that. So are you targeting people that already play a little bit of piano then? Yeah, most of my videos are, aren't targeting, you know, specifically someone who's never played before. It's usually targeting more so, oh, you've maybe taken lessons in the past and want to pick, pick it back up, or you've been learning for free on YouTube for, for a little bit and, you know, want to learn some extra stuff. Sounds like we're not, we're not competitors after all. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it is two different kind of niches within the, the piano market. So what kind of ROI are you getting, if you don't mind me asking, from these two advertising platforms? Uh, it's not too good, to be honest. Like, So Facebook ads, typically, it's like 1.2 to 1.3. Um, and then YouTube ads is 1.5 to 2. Well, I, it, sounds, it sounds pretty good because of the way you're doing things, Zach. Because the, the goal... I guess is the conversion goal just to get people to sign up for the free course or do you actually have it set up to where the conversion goal is for people to buy? No, it's the free course because my, some people buy so late in the cycle that I don't feel like it tracks it properly. Um, I do have like, I manually pull all the stats so I can see the lifetime customer value of everybody. Um, but even that ROI that I told you that's after like three months because like it, the hard thing about getting the, the true ROI is like, okay, let's say, you know, you spend $100 and you get one person to buy your course at 25 bucks a month. But then like, if that guy stays on for four months, now you're at break even. So like, it's, it's hard to find the ROI because you can do after a week, but then what if he stays on even longer? Now something that looks like you're losing money, you're actually gaining money in the long run kind of thing. Yeah, 100%. And my, my course is actually a one-time fee. It sounds like you're more of a monthly membership model. Yeah, yeah. I do have a lifetime option, but most people do the monthly. Most people do the monthly. Yeah. So for me, when I'm when I'm calculating ROI on my ads, you know, I, I 
I get people's email addresses immediately. And then everything, all my marketing is done through email and I'm measuring the ROI based on the people that purchase within the first week or two. And so all I try to do is get above a one ROI because I know that, you know, even if I get a one, I've got their email addresses and there's a, there's a chance they could buy from me down the road, you know, and in, in, in months I get people that I have their email address. They signed up five years ago and they're finally buying the course, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's yeah, interesting. In one, you like might as well burn money into it, you know, as, as fast as you can. Yeah, exactly. Are you, I mean, roughly how much are you spending on ads? Uh, about six to 7,000 a month. Awesome. Well, what happens to me, and I don't know if you've experienced this too, it seems like the higher, the more you spend per month, your cost per lead tends to go up. And like, there was a point where I was spending like 10 to 12 grand, but then the cost per lead started going up. And then like, you know, I, I spent less money and then it went down. And I don't know if that's just because Facebook's going further and further from your target market to try to find new people or, or why that is. But well, I can't speak to that too much, Zach, because I mean, you said you use YouTube ads and Facebook ads. My primary for- forms of paid ads personally would be Google AdWords and Bing ads. So not the same. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And I have not noticed in those platforms, if I spend more, the cost per uh, lead goes up. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it is because you're literally targeting search terms. So like, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a totally, it's a completely different form of advertising. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 So look, when I first got started, like, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what I was getting into. That's for sure. I feel like there was a lot of luck involved, but what was interesting to me is that I found out my audience ended up being much older than I would have ever expected. Most of my students are above like 55 years old. Is it the same for you? Dude, it's exact. And and I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, yeah, people that connect with me will probably be like my age. And I always get emails from people that like, oh, I just retired you know, I'm picking piano back up, that kind of thing. Yeah, same. Why do you think that is? I, I honestly think it's because people get reti- people retire. Now they have so much time on their hands. And on top of that, um, they have, you know, they're, they're getting their pension checks and Social Security. And they're like, I have some money to spend. I have a lot of free time. What do I do with my time? And piano happens to be what they start to pick up. So why did you go for the monthly membership model as opposed to just the lifetime access one-time fee? Uh, well, the original reason was, my thought it was, you know, starting off, okay, if I, let's say I'm charging 25 a month. If I get four people to sign up the first month, now I'm making 100 a month. And if I get like four more people the next month, now it's 200 a month. And then you keep growing that uh, monthly income. Now what I'm starting to realize, you know, after I did it for a year or so is like, because there's always going to be a churn rate of people canceling out, there's really no such thing as ongoing um, income. Like eventually it's going to stop and you just take the average of that and you could hypothetically sell your course for that one-time fee amount and make the exact same amount of money. Um, But that's why I started off with the monthly. Gotcha. What tools are you using to get all this done in terms of your membership site and email marketing and, you know, building, building landing pages. Yeah. So it's a little different when I started off versus now. So when I started off, I was using MailChimp for email and then wishlist to do the, the membership site, uh, which is a plugin for WordPress. My site's a, a WordPress site. Um, and then nowadays uh, I use Entreport, which is a lot more expensive, but 
it's nice because it integrates all the membership levels and the payments and everything all into one, one service. And then, um, I used to use lead pages too, for, uh, the landing pages. And I still have some old ones that I still have on lead pages, but Entreport has like its own kind of lead pages type of, you know, builder. So nowadays I just use the Entreport one. Cool. How much time would you say you spend on your business per week? Uh, basically like, the only time I have to spend is maybe like 10, 15 minutes a day with just a few support emails that, um, you know, my support staff can't handle. But, you know, when, if I'm doing something that's like building it forward or like I'm, you know, want to do some kind of new marketing concept, then it could be anything. And, and usually I end up getting super excited about something and I'll spend, you know, like four hours a day on it or, or I'll just really go hard on it for a week or two. And then I'll kind of like relax a little bit and work on some other stuff. What do you, when you, when you're only working on it 10 or 15 minutes a day, what else are you doing? Oh, so right now I moved to LA and I'm working on more so promoting myself as a, as a musician and not necessarily as a teacher. Uh, I do love the teaching aspect. It, it is a passion for me, but uh, my friend once said, nobody gets into music to be a teacher. They get into music to be, you know, to become a rock star. And at the end of the day, I do want to promote myself more as a musician and not just as a teacher. Awesome. Do you think, like, how, how much do you think having a successful online course will help with that goal? Oh, it's huge, I think. I mean, I think of, you know, I meet a lot of musicians out here, and most of them are kind of the starving artist mentality of like, oh, they have to work 40 hours a week as a waiter, and they don't have any money to spend on marketing their music or, or getting professional recordings or music videos or anything. And for me, now I have the money I can spend on it. And I also have the time freedom to really work on my music and, and stuff like that. So it's definitely a huge plus. You mentioned support staff. How many people do you have working for you? Uh, two. So I actually hired my brother and he ha- handles all the kind of, uh, oh, I lost my password and that kind of stuff. And then I hired this other girl who actually knows how to play piano. So she handles some of the piano support questions but a lot of them she ends up forwarding to me if they're like too complicated or she doesn't understand what people are asking. What are you struggling with most in your business right now? Um, hmm. Let's see. Yeah, probably just getting a higher ROI for um, my ads. Cause it's kind of like, so like if I could get an ROI where I'm hitting like a three to one or something, then I could literally just drill money into it and spend, you know, the more money you spend, the more money you're going to make. Um, but at this point it's kind of like, I try to spend more money and then the ROI gets closer to break even and eventually losing money. So I kind of back off. And if I could just, you know, if I could spend more money on ads, that would be phenomenal. So big- what, what are you doing to, to try to alleviate that? Uh, pretty much just testing new ads, landing pages and targeting, uh, targeting methods which, you know, I I still haven't found a combination of those that really leads to that crazy, you know, ROI where you can really scale up super fast. But hopefully, you know, there's, there's a combination that'll work. Shoot, man. Let me know when you find it. All right. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Zach, uh, what, uh, so, you know, you, you obviously had a background in piano just like I did, and you decided to take that information and package it up and, and are now selling it in a successful online course. Uh, what advice do you have for somebody out there listening to this that has knowledge in an area and wants to do the same thing, but just doesn't really know where to start? 
Uh, I think you just have to do it wrong the first time. Like every course I've done, I've started creating it. And then halfway through, I'm like, shoot, I need like all these other videos that explain this. And like, I, I basically had to scratch it and start over because like you can try to plan out everything and you should absolutely try to plan out as much as you can. But inevitably, the only way you're going to learn how to do it right is to do it and then realize halfway through that you have to do it differently. So I would say just like get started right away as fast as you can. Zach, thank you so much. It's uh, it's awesome to talk to you. I've, I've seen your thumbnails for years and now I actually can uh, can say I've seen you, you know, moving and, and back to inter- actually interacted with you uh, live. So I appreciate you coming on to wrap up. Uh, let, let us know if there's anything else you want to share and um, and remind us where we can find you online. Yeah, that's about it. I appreciate you having me on. Um, yeah, you can, uh, as I said, I have like 30 different websites. Easiest way is probably just type in become a piano superhuman on YouTube and then my videos will pop up and there's links in all the description and everything um, to go to my sites. Cool. Thanks, Zach. Awesome. Thank you. That is going to do it for episode 58. Thank you again to Zach Evans for joining me on the show today. You can find all the detailed show notes and links from today's episode by going to the online course guy.com slash 58. And of course, check out our sponsor, Bonjoro. For your free 14-day trial, head to bonjoro.com slash Jacques. And don't forget about the online course workshop. It's free, it's online, and it's all about online courses. If you want to create a wildly profitable online course or grow your existing online course, make it profitable, make it wildly profitable, this is for you. For that free online course workshop, head to theonlinecourseguide.com. And stay tuned for the next episode. In episode 59, I'll be talking to Mark Lassoff, and he has online courses on programming.